0: Let's turn our attention now to something we've been thinking about for a long time. Had a bit of a rally in the last few days, but seems to be um, stable again. That is Bitcoin. We're talking beyond Bitcoin with Revix and the uh, founder of Revix, Sean Sanders, who joins us this morning. How are you, Sean? Morning, Gareth. I'm good. How are you doing this morning? Man. Nice to see you. How are things going at Revix? What's been on. happening? What's, uh, what's everybody talking about in your office at the moment?
1: A lot of people are talking about this Ethereum merge, oh, um, yeah? which is taking place next month, and then uh, DeFi, which is I hope, what we're going to talk about today, I hope. Uh, Absolutely. I guess this has been the sector that's rallied the most over the last month, so I definitely want to dive into that further. All
0: right. So first of all, um, you did cover this last week about how people need to, be, um, they need to be sober about these things. They need to, as you said, and these are your words, I, I will not forget and I will not misquote you, zoom out so that you can get a proper comprehensive picture of what's going on, because a lot of people are very, very cross about where crypto is at the moment. And you're allowed to get cross, but it's nobody's fault. I mean, this is what happens in a market. But tell us about DeFi. I mean, this is this is not a, a household uh, implement. This is not something you would use in your kitchen. Uh, it's, it's not a, a series of appliances. DeFi, D-E-F-I, what are we talking about here?
1: Yeah, so DeFi is decentralized finance. Right. And it's really building on the narrative that open finance started. So if anyone's been to, let's say, the United Kingdom or been to Europe, you'd see that you have open banking. And if anyone's working in sort of the financial sector, you would have engaged with open banking in some way, shape, or form. Um, when you you know, enter a little finance app, and all of a sudden everything is sort of interconnected and you can just make an instant payment, right. that's part of open banking. Now, decentralized finance is looking to take a lot of the – traditional banking and traditional financial products that we have today and sort of removing the intermediaries and making these systems just more open and transparent, right? So, some examples here is if you had to imagine the JSE. Now, the JSE actually used to be a trading floor. So, you used to have a whole bunch of people jumping around the room, making lots of noise, I buy this, I sell this. They used to
0: shout at each other and they used to wave pieces of paper in the air and then there'd be a guy with a chalkboard and he'd actually change the number as the share prices went up and down.
1: That's exactly it, right? And then you had the tickers that used to go across. That was the evolution. That was actually a big technological evolution because all of a sudden now you don't need people shouting the prices. You could actually see the prices running across uh, essentially these little digital boards. Right. Um, You would have seen that in some movies. Then essentially all of these exchanges went digital. So now you've got the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, the New York Stock Exchange, London Stock Exchange. All of these are essentially programs. They Mm -hmm. are online platforms and they are companies ultimately. So the evolution of this, and I think this is the the sort of next big step forward, and we're actually just at the early stages of this, um, and this is only one little sector of DeFi, I mean, an important sector, but a very small one, Mm -hmm. is now where those programs are no longer controlled by companies, but rather by a group of people or community, whoever decides to buy the tokens um, that would essentially provide the governance rights to a decentralized uh, JSE or decentralized New York stock exchange. So imagine right. a program where you can go and say, Hey, listen, I want to sell, I'm going to use Bitcoin or, you know, it could in the future, it could be some shares. I want to sell shares, but I'm not doing this over the JSE. I'm doing this over this program that is controlled by a community. So very much like, you know, everyone that holds Bitcoin can then essentially, you know, contribute to upgrades and decide on essentially how the program or how the protocol gets upgraded. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly the same sort of thing that's being applied here. So that's just one area. Another area of DeFi, uh, which has grown a lot, is the lending space. So let's just say you've, got bitcoin or you've got uh, any other cryptocurrency that cryptocurrency has grown a lot in value i mean if you've invested you know from three or four or five years ago you have seen quite incredible gains now maybe you're a long-term hodler right you don't want to be selling out of your crypto right now you can actually go to some of these decentralized um, lending platforms lock away your cryptocurrency and take out a loan against that cryptocurrency without ever dealing with another counterparty so this is all done via this program and this all sounds you know kind of airy fairy and in the air But, I mean, look, I'm a finance nut. Uh, When you engage with this, you literally go, oh, my word, this is the future of finance. So in some way, shape, or form, this is where finance is going to go. And crypto, um, you know, sort of in terms of decentralizing money and the way that we're moving value around has really just been the first step in sort of creating the foundational layer for decentralized finance.
0: Do do you think that the the enthusiasm for this has had a a kind of uh, stick put into the spokes of it by the fact that. Bitcoin, for example, has gone down in value because a lot of people were very much batting on this wicked. People were saying, oh, we like the idea of uh, decentralized finance. We like the idea of It not having an authority at the middle of it who can make bad decisions. The whole reason we've got inflation in the world now is because of authority figures and governments and reserve banks and and that kind of thing making bad decisions, printing money, for example. That's why we've got a bit of a financial crisis on our hands now and the, the R word that the Joe Biden administration won't talk about, recession, which is going on whether people like it or not. This is because we've trusted certain people. Like Janet Yellen, uh, who's the Treasury Secretary, who said herself the other day, "Oh, I'm sorry, she sounds like a character from like a um like a cartoon like when you you know like the old granny voice, she goes, "I'm really sorry, I seem to have got it wrong about inflation, so she's admitted herself that she got it wrong, but people can't help looking at um at the state of crypto at the moment and going, Well, maybe they don't have all the answers either." It's still a better system than trusting the experts like Janet Yellen, isn't it?
1: We are still in the early, early days. I mean, sure, it's been speculative. It's kind of like the early days of the Internet. And we've overused this analogy, definitely. But, I mean, a lot of these programs or protocols, as they called it, in the crypto space, I mean, these are sort of the test cases, right? I mean, you've seen some of them really grow in value and get some mainstream adoption. I mean, people right. uh, forget that, you know, crypto is here, right? Like two years ago, we were kind of bringing this into question as to whether or not this will even be around in two years' time. That's not a question anymore. It's sort of just what will this actually look like in the future. Um, and decentralized finance, I mean, certainly coming from my background, being in finance, this is the most exciting sector that I can see within the crypto space. Um, the number of new sort of protocols being launched and programs being launched on top of the likes of Ethereum, Solana, Polkadot. I mean, I've never seen anything happen at this rate. And I think that's why I'm looking at it going like, this is still a very, very early stage of a very exciting sector. Um, And, you know, if you look at sort of I guess crypto's correlation to DeFi, of course they're correlated. I mean, crypto has sort of been the first um, integrated use case of decentralized finance. But if you start thinking into the future, all of a sudden, imagine your property is tokenized. I mean, this sounds wild right now, but I guess all these kind of ideas were once wild uh, once upon a time. But, you know, imagine your property is tokenized. Now, currently, let's say you've paid off your property and you're going, hell, I will need a little bit more money. So currently, you have to go to your bank, right? And let's just say you need a short-term loan to go on holiday or do something like that. Currently, you go to your bank, your bank has to assess your credit worthiness, they have to go through all of these processes and paperwork and compliance and bureaucracy. Mm -hmm. Why not simply have your token, your property, that into a decentralized lending protocol that sounds you know really complicated but ultimately a program that then mm-hmm. goes hey there's a property that property has a value of say three million rand cool you can take out a loan of one million rand which is exactly the way that are they and a whole bunch of other lending pro- uh, protocols work but they're solely focused on crypto right now all of right. a sudden you don't have to rely on a bank you're able to get this loan and in a very, very short period of time, I'm talking a couple of minutes, you're then able to access these funds and go on holiday and pay a rate that the market determines, right? So that'll be dependent on whatever that home or that collateral is, um, mm-hmm. that quality of that collateral. So that's where this is going, right? right. You could have a share portfolio and look to collateralize that share portfolio. Um, and this doesn't even get into like the insurance space or get into the trading space where there's all innovation happening. So. Just you know, keep the, the term DeFi in mind. Learn more about it. I really do think that this is probably, if you look out over, say, in the next three to five years, the most exciting sector within the crypto space and certainly right. the one where we're going to see the most innovation. Finance, while there's been a lot of innovation within the space, is ripe for disruption. There's a reason that you know all the big banks and insurance companies have those shiny buildings. They're somehow oh, yeah. getting money from well, you, right?
0: they're also the people who are looking most at the future, trying to divine what's going to happen next. And they're starting to take this DeFi stuff a lot more seriously. Seriously, because either it disintermediates them or they end up being part of it. All right. Is there a way that you can get invested in DeFi as a, as a concept, as an idea, as, as, a, as a possible portfolio option? What have we got there?
1: Yeah. So we spent six months uh, working on a DeFi bundle and we launched it uh, last year. So far, it's been, I mean, of course, we've had a tough market period, uh, but it has been one of our better performing bundles. Uh, It's up 50%, believe it or not, over the last month. Uh, That's sort of been in this rally that we've seen off market lows. So yeah, our DeFi bundle provides exposure to the top 10 largest DeFi protocols. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you diversify right across the top projects in the space. I will say as well that the reason we've launched our bundles across all of the different uh, sectors and themes that we have is because we believe that in All of these early spaces, it's the most critical that you can ever – it's the most important time really ever where you should be diversifying across that sector. I mean, it's a high-risk category. Uh, DeFi, we don't know, you know, if Aave or, you know, there's even uh, terms such as pancake swap. That's a protocol that was in this space and that, you know, there's some really weird names in crypto because they are deliberately taking digs at traditional finance, right? They want to make a mockery of the way that things currently are done. So, you know, when you hear those weird names, that's pretty much why. So we just make it really simple to get exposure through our bundle. You can head over to our website. That's www.revx.com. You can look for the DeFi bundle there. You can ask our customer support for a little bit more information on this. Happy to answer any questions, and you can get started with next to nothing—literally 150 rand. Um, you can also deposit cryptocurrency, withdraw awesome. cryptocurrency from our platforms. So we just make it really easy to get exposure to the space.
0: Sean, thank you very much. There's Sean Sanders, Revix. You asked for him; he's back, and he's giving us all the info that we need. Check out DeFi. Do your own research. I mean, this is something nobody's going to. Uh, just go and invest without knowing a little bit more about it themselves. Sean has given you a basic overview, but you can go and do your own research. And if you want to know more, you can always ask the guys at Revix. That's what they're there for. They're the professionals. They know what they're talking about. And you can find out what the future of not only DeFi, but of crypto more generally might be. They've also got the USD coin and a bunch of others. So go and check them out. You can go and find out more at Revix.com, R-E-V-I-X. Sean Sanders. we'll see you in a couple of days. Brilliant. Cheers, guys. Have a good week. Thank you.